Vera Payne. The more productive you are, the more you can get done. But how can you be more productive? Google productivity expert Laura May Martin explains how you can establish good productivity and the tools Google has to help you with that. Thanks for joining me, Laura. Yeah, thanks for having me. So how long have you been working at Google? I've been at Google a little over 10 years now. 10 years. Wow. Where did you start at? started in our Ann Arbor, Michigan office, and then I've moved around to a couple offices, actually one in Chicago and Charlotte, North Carolina office and our California headquarters. So you're one of our Midwest girls. I love it. Yes, I'm very familiar with the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, during the pandemic, what have you learned are some difficulties from working from home? So I think people have started to realize or have realized over the past year that, you know, work was invited into our home as a guest that we didn't necessarily plan to invite and how important it's been to set boundaries between our work and our personal life and to manage our work at home so that we still feel refreshed and avoid burnout. And so most of my coaching and tips and tricks the past year has been focused on those issues. Now, I know for a lot of people, they're on 24 hours a day because of, you know, your cell phone, having access to the internet. You're always answering calls, responding to emails. So has it gotten worse? Because I kind of feel like it's still the same. I think that just having our devices all the time with us, you know, it's even at home, the lines are blurred even more because you used to at least be stepped away from the office. So you have a little bit more unplugging. But I think now because having our laptop with us all the time, it's always easy to just open it up and answer emails and things like that. So part of um, what I've been talking about is just setting those physical boundaries from yourself, whether it's plugging in your devices in another room and and only going to those devices when you go physically into quote, your office or, you know, just setting aside time that's device free, like going on walks or, you know, spending time doing something that's not with a device so that your brain has some time to decompress from from always having a, a device with you. Now, I know for a lot of people at home, when they're going to work, they're actually being watched through their mouse movement. I hate to call her up, but my sister, what she likes to do is she hooks up her fan to her mouse so that it looks like it looks like she's still at her desk. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a boundary issue, like saying that when you can't even step away for a moment, that you're like, hey, let me give him a five-minute break by attaching my mouse to a fan. What can you do that would be actually a little bit more healthier? I think that one good thing, you know, from the pandemic and working from home, it has shown us that employees don't need to necessarily be at their desk or on every moment in order to get work done. And a lot of us have different productivity rhythms that might not start at nine and end at five. And you might be an early morning person who likes to take a midday break or wake up a little later, but you really focus early evening. And so I think one thing that employers are starting to see is just that people can work within their natural flows and don't need to be quote, on the clock or timed for specific amounts of the day, and they still own and manage their projects. So if if managers weren't seeing that before, you know, hopefully working from home has shown that people can be effective if they're if they're finding ways to focus and maybe some of that, I don't want to say micromanage, but, you know, the, the minute by minute 
what are my employees doing maybe lightens up because we've seen that shift. Now, I think people like my sister are very lucky because she can sit there and at least work for half an hour at a time. Myself, personally, I get distracted. You know, I get a little ding on my phone. Boom, I'm I'm on TikTok again. I get a little ding. I'm, I'm texting people. How can you stop being overwhelmed by all these distractions from home? Great question. And I think the worst time to deal with a distraction is after it's already happened. So at that point, you really don't have a lot of chance to recorrect or to say, now I'm going to get back to work. And so what I like to do is is call it set the scene. So I equate it to childproofing your house or you know, setting up the theater, the theater background. You're going to think as a as an observer, what are all the ways that I could get distracted over the next hour that I plan on working on this? And I'm going to put my phone, you know, 20 seconds away so I'm not tempted to stand up and go look at it. Turn off those notifications. Minimize any tabs that might have chat or new email if I'm working on one specific document or something like that like that. And then you just basically lock yourself in without distractions to say, I've taken care of the distractions before they happen. So I don't need to autocorrect when they come up. I can, I can just stay in the flow and get more done. So that's something I recommend doing if you're struggling with distractions. Now, I heard you started a 20% project. How did the concept of this program come about? Yeah, so I was in sales at Google originally, and I felt like I was getting a lot of client emails and I wanted a way to organize them. So I set up my email inbox in a way that focused on getting things done and only touching emails two times and and kind of like a, a whole setup within Gmail. And then I started teaching it as part of our 20% program, which allows you to spend 20% of your time something outside your core role. And so I grew that program and it started taking off and I started adding courses about time management, meeting management, something I've always been passionate about. And it developed into a full-time role now teaching Googlers about those topics. Wow. So what other tools does Google have available that can help you focus with your work? So I think within Google Workspace, you know, Google Calendar has been a huge tool for a lot of people throughout the pandemic, just scheduling the time that they are working, working across global time zones, setting work hours to tell coworkers when you may or may not be available based on your specific childcare time and things like that. So a lot of people have used that tool. And then obviously Google Meet has really taken off in this environment. And there's lots of great features that are available, including noise cancellation and changing your background and chat. And some of the ways that we've learned to meet virtually are actually changing the way that we're thinking about meetings overall. And when we go back into an office environment, you know, what have we learned from from some of these tools and this situation that we can carry with us? I'm going to admit, I buy memo pads and to-do lists and planners and calendars. I had at one point a bunch of alarms arms on my phone just to like, hey, you have to do this kind of stuff. What can you do for a person or what can a person do for themselves where they want to be productive, but they don't really know where to start? That's a great question. And I feel like the number one tip I would give them is planning the day before for the following day. So if you wake up and you sit down at your desk and you think, what should I do today? You've already missed a little bit of a window to be the most effective. And so one thing I recommend to start off is hour by hour planning. So just for tomorrow, asking yourself, you know, what are the three things I want to get done? What time do I plan to get those done? What other activities do I want to fit in? So it eliminates some of that, oh, what should I do now? I'm feeling lost. I have a million things I could work on. Just giving you a plan. So there's all kinds of research that 
if you actually write something down, even if it's a workout or anything that you want to accomplish, you're way more likely to do it if you have that hour by hour contract with yourself. So that's definitely where I'd start. Wow. So it's like keeping yourself in line because, well, really no one else can, especially with those little things like take your lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's kind of up to you. (laughs) Well, Laura, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you uh, being here. For those listening, where can they find more information about you and your project? Yeah, so workspace.google.com is a great place to start about some of the tools and tips that we talked about today. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to wgnradio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.